Hey, DJ Flook here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. Today's Stadium Scene podcast is brought to you by. When you're grilling, don't forget the most important thing your sauces and rubs. If you get that wrong, your tailgate could be a total dud. To avoid that, order from our friends at BBQ Box. For $24.95 plus shipping and handling, you'll get a sauce or a marinade, a rub or a spice, a delicious edible like jerky, a sample package of premium wood chips, and a custom recipe from four-time barbecue world champion Myron Mixon, showing you what you can do with your BBQ box. If you're ready to commit long-term, you can subscribe for $24.95 a monthly fee and get a different box every month. Cancel at any time. Go to stadiumscene.com forward slash BBQ and order your BBQ box today. StadiumScene.com forward slash BBQ. Welcome to the sixth Stadium Scene podcast. I'm your host, DJ Fluk, and along with me is Kate Thompson in rainy, cloudy, cold Chicago. And also, we. More. Yes. And also, we have Jillian Fisher here in Boston. She's back from Australia. Yay, I'm back. I'm Yay, stateside. Well, I'm no longer down under. <laughs> welcome back. So before we get too far along, uh, Jillian, I wanted to share with you, did you know I am actually, uh, I know Jim Carrey? No, wait, wait, what? Yeah, he, he actually has a, me- I uh, recorded a message from him for you uh, to welcome you back. Oh, God. Yeah, so here we go. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another ramp on the barbie. Let's. Oh God, it's so funny because there, it's like when you go to Toronto, you want to hear people say "a" because you're in Canada, like Canada "a." And so when you're in Australia, and just hearing them say "mate," you're like, I know I'm in Australia. Everything is "good day, mate," or "what's up, mate," or "hey, mate." <laughs> yeah, if you couldn't tell, I don't really know Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> And then when he said, I have a recording, I was like, oh, God, I know what this is going to be now. <laughs> it was, I had to get that started. It just it was too, too easy not to. Uh... <laughs> so just to catch up from our, our last show, um, as we mentioned already, Jillian was in Australia for a few weeks. And yes. before that, actually, Kate went out and visited San Diego. Yep. It was rainy there, too. But one time I go there, they're like, oh, this is the only time it rains. I'm like, thanks. This sucks. I was going to say, did it rain the whole time you were there? Yes. Oh, what were your plans when you were there? Um, well, I decided to go check out the gas lamp quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a cool area. Yeah, saw Petco Park from the outside. But... <laughs> Didn't go in. I was kind of in a rush. That's a shame. I was going to say, it's definitely worth visiting. And 
I know I want to get to a game um, at Petco Park, but it's, can't go there for the Chargers anymore. But I do hear great things about their baseball stadium. The uh, Los Angeles Chargers now, unfortunately, or fortunately, yeah. depending on. Actually, you know what? No one in Los Angeles really wants the Chargers, it sounds like. No. Right, right after they uh, announced they were moving to Los Angeles, members of the Chargers went to a Clippers game, which it sounds like they're going to be the like the old Clippers before they got cool. And uh, they introduced members of the Chargers, and everybody in the audience was booing them. So it's like you know, Los Angeles went you know almost what twenty years without a team, and they get the Rams back, and then all of a sudden now they have two teams, and nobody in Los Angeles seems to care anymore. So that's not really too surprising. No. But what else? So what all were you doing there in San Diego? Well, I decided to check out some of these um, places that we have listed on stadium scene. You know, in-person research. Nice. I I bit the bullet. I volunteered. And I have to say, first place I stopped, it was game day. Um, I forget who was playing. This is really sad. It was DJ the Dodgers. Did. Yeah. Because there are actually people there. Yeah. So the Dodgers. It was not really meant to be a shot at San Diego, but I guess it kind of was. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also rainy. So if it's raining, I mean, San Diego, they're used to their nice weather. I wouldn't come out if it was raining one day. But, you know, what? I'll stay inside for a day. Actually, yeah. I actually used to, or I, uh, I used to, uh, not used to, I had a uh, vendor come in to visit me uh, who was from San Diego, and she ended up leaving early to get home because she wanted to beat the rain to make sure that her, uh, I guess her yard didn't flood. I'm like, you're expecting like one to two inches of rain, but you know, you have to realize they don't see rain, so I guess that's uh, to be expected. It's like yeah. me, me seeing snow now. You remember that? <laughs> Barely. I'm, I'm actually now uh, 19 months without seeing snow, so yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. You're missing out, I'm telling you. Oh, so back to San Diego. Um, first, I went to the werewolf, and I got this amazing bowl. So, a couple tips if you go there. So I walk in, and some guy tells me to try Pilsner. Well, obviously, I want to see what the locals are having. So I order a Pilsner from Plenty for All, which is brewed right in San Diego. Let me tell you, that was really good. What, and is that, it's brewed in San Diego, you said? Yeah. Plenty for All is the brewery. Now, do they have something inside the stadium there for that? I do not know. So were you was this so you went this before the game, right? Just, yeah. I think I missed. Yeah, I think I missed that part where it was before the game. So there's plenty to do outside the stadium before the game, is what you're saying. Yes. There's ah, like, nice. I can compare it best to Wrigleyville. It's like a mini Wrigleyville, right outside. Ah. So can you tell us a little bit about Wrigleyville, just for anybody who doesn't know what Wrigleyville looks like, to give them a good idea. So Wrigleyville is where all the Cubs fans go before the game. Um, there's bars and restaurants everywhere you turn. There's vendors outside. Um, and it's just kind of a fun place to be with other fans. It, if you've ever seen like a zombie apocalypse movie where there's like all the zombies like gathered 
in an area kind of chasing people around. It's kind of like that, except it's drunks instead. Yeah. No, we won't say drunks. People having a good time. I mean, that's what sport is for, right? No. You're having a good time. No, it, you've it, indulged in a couple of alcoholic or adult beverages. No, in but... Wrigleyville, they are drunks. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that did strike me is there were no horse cops in Gaslamp. However, they're all over Wrigley. I was about to say, were you expecting them? Well, kind of. I'm used to them. Oh, okay. Now, did you see any horse co- I was going to say, I've never seen horse cops before. Even when I was in Wrigleyville, when I was down there um, last year at the end of the season, I didn't see any horse cops. I might have just had too many adult beverages and not noticed, though. That's a possibility. <laughs> Maybe I just get distracted by them. They are very pretty, though, right? Yeah. And if you're... And if you ask really nicely, they'll let you pet the horse. Now, see, that's something that I would like to do. Because you know me, I'm a freak for animals. And any animal that I can touch or interact with, I'm like, please let me, please, please. Can I now more? Yeah. I always pet the horses. So That's awesome. It's like a petting zoo. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you were in San Diego, did you uh, have any product from Stone Brewery? I did not you because did not. I wanted to try the ones I couldn't get out here in Chicago. Yeah, but you're there. You can get local, fresh, arrogant bastard ale. I know, I know. It was supposed to be done. I was supposed to go there on Wednesday, but things happened, and I didn't get to go. Yeah, I think the first time but, I had arrogant bastard ale, my uh, I, I felt like my stomach had like a huge pit after drinking it, just because of how strong it was. Oh man. Oh, I thought it was because you related to it. Oh. That hurts. <laughs> now, do they have anything besides like a brewery, like somebody like me who's celiac? Do they have any like distilleries or wineries that are good around that area? Do you know? I did not see any. But again, I wasn't walking too far. Yeah. <laughs> so right outside the arena or stadium, there's nothing there. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. So, Kate, I understand that there was a uh, a bartender that you had a, a good conversation with while you were there. Where was that at? Oh, it was at Werewolf. The guy actually introduced himself by name and asked for my name. And as they, like, brought out my food, they were like, this is for Kate. Um, when I was leaving, I got a buy Kate from the bartender. It was just really cool. Like, it was nice that they went out of their way to remember who you are even when it was busier so how and so how did you do you just introduce yourself when you got there like did they know you beforehand or no like oh that's really cool yeah i sat down at the bar the bartender walks over gives me a handshake and tells me his name was manny he goes i'm manny and asks for my name and the whole time if he asked me a question or anything it was he referred to me by name. Love it. That's so, really great service. Too. So that's, that's leaves an impression. That's werewolf. Yeah. Werewolf. W e r e w o l f. And you can see that on stadiumscene.com and many, many more. Yeah, I decided to check out another one while I was out there as well, and that was Patrick's Gaslamp Pub. That one, I'll admit, I walked right past the first time I was looking for it. Um, so what, what was the name again? I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I missed the name. 
Patrick's Gaslamp Pub. Oh, you missed it. How'd you miss it? Does it blend in a little bit? Yeah, it blends in a lot, actually. It has a little awning. It looks like a, it's exactly this, a hole in the wall. That's so cool, though. Those are sometimes some of the best places around. Yeah, I sat down. The bartender, of course, carded me because I look like I'm 18. <laughs> and then he got me a beer. And I was talking to him. And the owner still comes in every day. It's, And the owner's name is Patrick, for those who are wondering. I would hope so. And, yeah, I know. Their specials are written on a chalkboard inside the restaurant you or the bar. You can tell that there's a lot of regulars. It was just kind of a homey bar for you, people to go and chill at before or after the game. And they, uh, they have a great uh, Instagram feed uh, that I've actually done quite a bit of interaction with. I'm, uh, I was unprepared. I did not pull them up before I made that comment, so bear with me a second. Okay, I do that all the time. Oh, I'm like, you can follow them on social. And I'm like, I need to go look up their yeah. username. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you can follow them on Instagram at uh, Patrick's Gaslamp Pub. I should have guessed that. But, yeah, they have a, they have a great Instagram feed. So it's, it's definitely worth the follow. We've had a few interactions with them. So it's, uh, oh, it's pretty cool to get there and, and, and meet them and get to know them a little bit. And can you say their Instagram again for, it's for me? Patrick's Gaslamp Pub. Pub, all one word. All one word. Let's go look them up right now. So uh, that kind of, uh, I think that'll wrap up Kate's uh, talk about San Diego. We got uh, bigger things to talk about. No, no offense, Kate. That's not really what I meant by saying that. But uh, so <laughs> I feel the love. Yeah, the the bigger thing we have to talk about is my my Cinco de Mayo adventure, and I uh, I took a half day oh. off and I went over to a bar. And they had a taco bar set up, and I made some. I got some chicken tacos, and I walk over and I grab the salsa and I spray it all over my taco. And I look down and I'm like, that's mustard. I just put mustard on a chicken taco. Oh, oh, gross! And and the guy they had it was like set up outside this bar. They had like this outdoor area, and the and the guy working the grill starts laughing. He goes, "I'll make you another one if you want." I'm like, "No, I should suffer for my stupidity." And so. I, <laughs> I went back and I sat down and ate my chicken taco with uh, with mustard on it. And it, surprisingly, it was like that brown spicy mustard. It actually worked out. So the question I had is, why do they have mustard at a taco bar? And it turns out they actually were serving hamburgers, too, for people that don't like tacos, which I'm not sure who actually would qualify there. But, um, yeah, they had it for the people who got hamburgers. So, yes, that was my bigger exciting story. Uh, so moving on. And we mentioned earlier that Jillian went to Australia, so I'm going to turn it over to her, and she can talk about why she oh. went. Oh, so we're going to Australia, are we? Uh, no, it was. Uh, I was there for three full weeks, and that's a long time to be away from home. But I was down there studying uh, Australian sport and culture, and I was there with a company called Sports Host who connect travelers with locals uh, through sport around the world, and. They were kind enough to host me there, and I spent time in Melbourne, Perth, Broome, and Brisbane. So I got quite the tour down under in Australia. 
and I signed up for them, and uh, I have not heard anything back yet. So you've not. Well, then I need to go yeah. yell at them. Yeah, you need to yell. I, I should have. I signed up before their uh, their like April thirtieth deadline or whatever that was for their their little okay. founders club so i signed up like the day before so i should have been included but hey i'm not yeah well and they're not officially launching until september like the official launch because right now what they're trying to do is get ten thousand people around the world to sign up uh, so that way when it's officially launched when people actually go and use the app or use the service online uh like if you want to go see sumo wrestling in japan it's there you know so you need to get that network first so hmm. um you're not yeah i promise you won't miss out on that one i will <laughs> double i'll double check to make sure you're in there but i will i promise yeah. you, you do not miss out on the membership you, you, um. can, you can tell them that i'm your spring training baseball host yes <laughs> um so yes it was really cool there was you know you get so used to American sport culture and there's just so many differences around the world that things you wouldn't even have thought about or, you know, just something as simple as getting tickets. Like how do you get tickets and uh, just things like that where it's, we're used to how we do things in America. So it's really fun for me to get outside my comfort zone and see sport with a local and like an actual fan of the game because the big sport over there is Australian rules football, which is not quite, there's, there's no sport. It's really similar to it's very unique, but it's a big oval, like a ginormous oval that it's played in. And it has like a football shaped ball, but you can't actually throw it. You can either kick it or you can hand it like, more or less punch the ball with your hand. It's a very free-flowing, very fast game. And it's very Australian, I guess is the best way to say. It's very fast. It's very tough. Like, the players are very resilient. You know, when you think of Australia, you think of a landscape that, you know, everything wants to kill you. It's a harsh landscape. But Australians are, you know, really friendly people. They're very resilient people. So the sport, I feel like, matches that toughness of their landscape. And because, again, they're they're going out there with no pads, full tackle. Uh, It's... It's a really fun and fast game, and it's uh, if you if you like sport, I feel like a lot of Americans would like the AFL or Australian rules football just because it's a high scoring, high speed game. And yeah, I think the only time I've ever seen it is if I'm awake at two in the morning and have like ESPN <laughs> six turned on, and they'll have it. Yeah, <laughs> they had it on at Fox Sports two the other night, and I was like, "What? This is crazy! I've never seen it on like a." real fox sports channel so it was really late in the night too but uh it's it's a really cool game i I mean if you're ever going to australia i feel like that's like a must if you are there during their season which runs from like right about now a month ago until october if you're there for that uh, i i can't recommend getting to a game enough it's just such a unique cultural experience and when you talk about why we travel you know we we love to travel for sport right that's what we're all here for so I can't recommend getting and seeing an AFL game enough. It's a lot of fun. Now, uh, where where did you visit exactly? So I started in Melbourne. I was there for a week. And in Melbourne, I did a little bit of everything. So I uh, did an AFL game. I did A-League soccer. So that's like their main soccer league. I uh, did NRL. So that's rugby league, which is different than rugby union, which I have learned. And, um, and the most interesting thing I did for me personally was I was in close touch with, it's the O'Brien group arena. It's a a public skating rink or arena. And it's actually the most, it's the busiest, I believe, busiest 
public skating rink in the world in Melbourne. It's a very nice venue, and I worked with a lot of their winter Olympians. I talked to a lot of the winter athletes. You know, I talked to um, some of the people, the aerial ski jumpers, figure skaters, just a little bit of everything there. And I even got to partake in their Australian Ice Hockey League, and that was a lot of fun because it was way more competitive and uh, the skill level and the talent pool there is way deeper than I feel like most people would expect or even you, yeah, you fathom. Wouldn't, wouldn't really expect Australia to be a big hockey uh, market. No, and it, Melbourne is unique. Melbourne is a very uh, it's like the sport mecca. If you're talking about like sport, where do you go to see sport in America? People think of like New York, Boston, Chicago. Like those are like the big ones they think of, and. Uh, when you think about that, it's Melbourne is that in Australia. It's a little bit of everything there. It's really the sport mecca. And uh, fun, funny enough, everybody I talked to in Australia, in Melbourne, in my first place, seemed to have an NHL team that they followed or cared about. And mind you, they might not have followed it the way they would follow the NFL or NBA. But a lot of people did. A lot of people were, you know, like, oh, I follow the Rangers or the Senate. Like, they all had a team that they kind of knew. And they were like, yeah, they got eliminated or, yeah, they sucked this year. Uh, so they were able to chat about it. Australians are really sport crazy. They're a very, very sport crazy country. And, um, you know, we get that. We're Americans, so we're sport crazy, too. But uh, it's another level there. The amount of the love they have for American sports is pretty intense. Were there any uh, of, of the hockey fans, did any of the teams they like stand out more than others, or is it just kind of a grab bag? It's, I mean, Pittsburgh Penguins, obviously, because yeah. they've been winning a lot. Um, the one that surprised me was there wasn't a lot of Blackhawks fans, which is what you would think because yeah, they've been winning so much. Kind of hot, the hot team for the last, you know, six, seven, eight yeah. years. Yeah. So that, that was a bit surprising, but there were a lot of Pens fans. It was a lot of obscure stuff. Like, I saw. One guy had an Oilers jersey on. Somebody had a Sabres shirt. Uh, a lot of like baseball caps. There was a little boy skating on the ice. I, sent, I think I sent this on my Instagram story, but he was skating. He was the tiniest little kid in his little Maple Leafs jersey. And I just I couldn't handle it because he fell over and was trying to get up. Sounds about so, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> he was so cute, but he had his Maple Leafs jersey on. Um, one of the guys who plays on the uh, Australian, oh, quite a few of the people on the Australian Ice Hockey League are actually expats from North America, so USA and Canada. So the one guy I was talking to is a big uh, Senators fan, as he was from Ottawa. So he's quite content right now. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> uh, so it's it, it's kind of a there's no rhyme or reason. It seems like to teams, you know, everybody has a story about how they pick that team. Though, I mean. That was the interesting thing to me was that there didn't seem to be connection. Like we here in America, we pick it based on our city. Like, okay, so if I'm a Flyers fan, I'm also a Phillies fan. Like generally speaking, you're the fan of every sport in that city. Mo not That's not everybody, but most of the time. And uh, when you were talking about like, oh, their NBA team or their NFL team, which the NFL they call gridiron over there. They call it the gridiron. Um anybody like they'll have like oh they're like a fan of the jets and like i met a guy who was a fan of the jets and he was a fan of the philadelphia flyers and i was like why'd you pick such sad teams like what were you thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man See, yeah, the so thing actually, is like he you know you have 
have free reign over there. You, you know, like like you said, we have here. It tends to be you like your regional team, or you know, if mm-hmm. there's a really you know there's a dynasty going on. You know, in the '90s, every kid was a Bulls fan. Yeah, but you know, yep. there you're free to pick whoever you want. I mean, it's kind of like us here in the U.S. with like the Premier League or La Liga. It's like, yeah. You know, it's like you can be a Barcelona fan, or you can be a Real Madrid fan, or you can, choose, yeah. you know, Liverpool or Manchester United. You're not, you don't have that fear of walking around Liverpool wearing a Manchester United kit and getting uh, your butt kicked on the street. So it's, uh, but yeah, the yeah. Jets. <laughs> it's interesting. I think I saw somebody with a, it was an ugly Christmas sweater. I feel like it was a Cleveland Browns. It might have been a Cincinnati Bengals. See, ugly, either, ugly Christmas. Either case, that's sad. But also, it was an like those ugly sweaters. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, they're yeah, not yeah. cheap. They're like ninety bucks, and in Australia, I mean, so they're probably even more money for Australians. And I was like, so he's a legit fan, and he spent a decent amount of money for his either Cincinnati or Cleveland sweater. So, <laughs> but it was uh, that was very interesting. I again, I really enjoyed the the hockey part just because there actually is a player. He plays on the farm team for the Washington Capitals. So I think is that the Hershey Bears, maybe? The Hershey Bears. Um, so he actually plays on the, in the AHL, and he is on 100% Australian. So the talent pool is definitely growing over there. You know, for a lot of the games, they'll get about a thousand to two thousand fans in the stands like that, and that's like so that's completely sold out at that level. So, you know, there definitely is a market for hockey over there, but the big sport, the big, the big two American sports they like are the NBA and the NFL, the MLB. Nobody really seems to care at all about over there. They have cricket, which is obviously not anywhere similar to baseball, but it's the similar type of slow paced game, that kind of thing. So if I remember right, I think I saw on your Instagram, you, uh, you played a little cricket while you were there. I did. I played one little bit of cricket, and it is wildly challenging. I hated every second because I was like, I suck at this, and I don't like not being good at things. <laughs> it looked, from what I saw, it looks about as frustrating as golf. It is because, so it's, again, there's pretty much nothing really similar between baseball and cricket, honestly. It's, they're very, very different sports. Um, so essentially what they're trying to do, you're trying to hit the ball, but what they're trying to do to get you out is hit the wickets, which are like the things that were behind me. So there's like these three stands that come out of the ground and they have things on top of them. There's three. So there's three and there's like they get connected with things on top. And essentially what they're trying to do is throw the ball and to get you out or they have to hit the, the wicket and knock that thing off. Um, and so what you're trying to do as the batter, and I don't, I don't think that's the, the terminology. I don't think they're called the batter. Um, <laughs> I'm using my American terminology here. Uh, but you're trying to hit the ball, obviously, and try to get it so that you can run You run back and forth between the two. Like It's like just a rectangle that you're running back and forth, up and down, and that's how you get your runs. Yeah. It's, I'm just nodding my head. I'm just going to nod my head. And allegedly, like, the games can take forever to play. Yeah, they can. So there's that's, like, the original kind of cricket, and it has to do with how many... Oh, my gosh, what are they called? Uh, I forget the, the word for, like, essentially innings is what we would conceptualize that to be, but it's not really an inning. Um, <laughs> it's... Oh, gosh, I forget what they call them. Um, and, yeah, they can take up to, like three or four days depending on how the quote-unquote I'm going to say innings work out 
Um, but in uh, they have two other leagues, which are a shorter and more condensed game. It's there's a lot of cricket and it's, there's just a lot going on over there. But there are two other leagues as well that have condensed versions. Like one takes a day and one takes three hours. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's insane. My, yes, uh, my, it is. My only experience with cricket, uh, Kate will know probably know exactly who I'm talking about. I have a former colleague who... I know. You know, <laughs> she knows. We, he, uh, we were asking, he, he's a gentleman from India, and we asked him about cricket, and he's like, yeah, I'm a big fan of cricket. And he said, oh, who's your, uh, who's your favorite team in cricket? And he said, oh, I like the Indian national team. And like, oh, yeah, you like the Indian national team? He goes... Yeah, because we've actually won our World Series, and as a Cubs fan, pre you know said before last oh, fall. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's it. You're fired. Yeah, <laughs> you're I, done. Yeah, I'm out. just like that. That just hurt. As, as a lifelong Cubs fan, at that point in my life, that just hurt. And the the guy was poking fun at him. He shut him up real fast. <laughs> so things did not go well then. Oh, it, it was like you know what? I'm not going to talk to you the rest of the day. I'm going to walk away now. And unfortunately, he sat on the other side of the wall, so I unfortunately had to talk to him and, and look at him the rest of the day. So, uh, yeah, that was that was rough. But hey, you know, last fall worked out okay, so all is well again. All all is yeah. Now they can make that joke because it's also the Cubs have won a World Series, so yeah. it all worked out well. Exactly. So, Kate, do you have anything yeah. you'd like to add before we start wrapping things up? Ah. Uh... I was going to mention the Cubs game. You guys oh. want to talk about that? Oh, yes. So yeah, probably a big one. Yeah. I went to the Tuesday night baseball game at Wrigley on the 16th. And to me, it was a bittersweet game. It started out good. We won. Unfortunately, um... A reminder to everyone, don't drink too much. I don't know if that was a factor in this, but a guy did fall over the railing, um, didn't make it. So be safe at games and smart. Though, on the moving back to the good, um, it was a 1,000 win for Joe Madden. So that was also really cool to be there for that game. Hey, you know, speaking of uh, of Joe Madden, I saw a uh, probably the most ignorant tweet I've ever seen uh, from a fan of a rival club, which will go nameless. And this gentleman wrote uh, something about you know Joe Madden being super arrogant, and Joe Madden's never done anything, and he should go try and win with a uh, low mid level market club. And I'm just like, do you not forget that he spent the last decade in uh, Tampa Bay and took them to the World Series into the playoffs <laughs> yeah. multiple times on like no budget? So that uh, that was a good chuckle for the week, and a lot of people jumped all over him for that. So I'm not not entirely sure where that yeah. comment came from. So um, before we wrap things up today, uh, I have to ask, and I know we asked before we went on the air. How, um, did every meal consist of Vegemite and Fosters? <laughs> There's essentially no Fosters over there. I couldn't even find Fosters. Uh, Vegemite, it does exist, uh, but it's not like as prevalent, I guess, as you would think. I did have it one time when I was there, 
and I didn't hate it. I did bring some back, so I do plan to take that with me everywhere I go to force people to try Vegemite. And Australians do really like Vegemite. Like, if you ask them, they like it. It's just they don't eat it on everything. And they're not called, they don't call them shrimp, they call them prawns over there. So there's no such thing as putting a shrimp on the Barbie, it's you put the prawns on the Barbie. (laughs) Glad we clarified that. (laughs) Yeah. So Jim Jim Carrey was not called, in addition to getting Austria and Australia mixed up, he was wrong about the whole shrimp thing too. Yes, yes he was. But Australia is a fabulous country and I cannot recommend going there enough. So since we're uh, about out of time, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up today. And just uh, to mention... Uh, keep track of us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at Stadium Scene and Instagram at Stadium underscore st- Scene and also Pinterest at Stadium Scene. Uh, next week I will be in Anaheim uh, and mm-hmm. Monday I'll be taking a tour of Angel Stadium and Tuesday I decided I'm going to jump in a lift and experience uh, Los Angeles rush hour traffic and head on over to Dodger Stadium to see the uh, see Dodger Stadium. So I'll get two and uh, one trip done. So I'm pretty excited about that. So, awesome. Jillian, the tra- world traveler, where uh, where are your upcoming travel plans? So I'm I'm very excited for my next stop in Nashville. Uh, I'm going to Smashville. I'm seeing Game Six in Nashville. Uh, so we will, I'm sure, have some stuff for you guys to to see there because everybody's a buzz about Nashville right now, so, and yeah. I cannot wait to get there. Have uh, Have you seen what they've been doing? Uh, outside the stadium before the playoff games. There. Yes, yes, I think that is so awesome. So, so, and I'm really hoping I see somebody with a catfish. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like, I need somebody to throw a catfish on the ice for me because that was a tradition at some point. And I saw somebody brought one at, to the Ducks game and threw it on the ice. So I'm really hoping that this happens for me. <laughs> so for the uh, for those that aren't aware, they're actually they're. Uh... They've been bringing in old cars and painting the other team's logo on the car and mm-hmm. giving people a chance to, with a sledgehammer to smash the crap out of the car. So they'll have, a, they'll have a car sitting on the sidewalk with a Ducks logo on it, and somebody will come up and start smashing it with a sledgehammer, which is like something I've always wanted to do is smash a car with a sledgehammer, but I've never been given the opportunity to legally do it. So that is something that's still on my bucket list. Um I have to say why. Well, I'll, hopefully, I'll be able to check it off mine. Yeah, if, if you can, if you get a chance to smash, there's got to be video. We got to share that. Oh, definitely. You know, I would definitely get video. So, so as as a someone who's ventured down Broadway uh, in Nashville several times, I highly recommend checking out Jack's Barbecue. Uh, you can't Jack's mi- Barbecue. Can't miss it. There's a big sign, big neon sign that says Jack's outside. Uh, can't miss it. Perfect. Always good to try try new things, and Nashville has a lot to a lot to try. So I'm happy I'm there for a couple of days. So uh, we will definitely have some stuff to share from Nashville for sure. So Kate, do you have any upcoming travel plans? Ah, uh, just Yellowstone. I'm not even going for you guys. Oh. I'm going actually to run the half marathon. So what? No way. Away. It's going to be amazingly fun. It looks like. So are you? Uh... Are you going to do the road trip, or are you going to fly and take 12 connections to get there? Actually, I'm flying and then taking getting a rental car. So where, where exactly do you fly into to get to Yellowstone without having to drive 14 hours? Uh, Jackson Hole. Ah, of course. Good, good yep. ski town. Yeah, actually, it's I'm doing the 
Bison Challenge, which is where you run a 5K the Friday night and then the half marathon that Saturday morning. And then there's a scavenger hunt for the next 72 hours. So I'm going to do that as well. What? That's so cool. Now that I've run a marathon, just any race is boring. I have to go find some like crazy ones. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that I've done that, nor do I have any plans to. So go ahead and start wrapping things up. But before we go, we have a uh, new partner here at Stadium Scene that we're excited to talk about. So we are now partnering with the rideshare company Lyft. Yes, uh, it's exciting. So for awesome. you, yes. So if you uh, you go out there and need a, a ride and don't want to worry about parking or you go out somewhere one evening and have a little too much to drink and want to do the responsible thing of getting home, uh, download the Lyft app and for new riders, go in and set the promo code stadium scene, all one word, and you'll get a credit towards your first ride. The, uh, the credit will be very depending on what market you're in, but Hey, you know what? Free is good. So again, anything is better than nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So download the lift app and type in code stadium scene for your first ride credit. So that being said, thank you again for listening, everybody. And on behalf of myself and Kate and Jillian, uh, We'll be back here soon with another episode. We're working on guests. If you'd like to be on the show and come and talk about your uh, your team or your restaurants in the area, we're always looking for guests. So reach out to us on uh, on our social media. Again, Stadium Scene on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and Stadium underscore Scene on Instagram. So thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>